Hi guys, this is uh, Seneforth with a special episode. This will be special episode number one. It's sort of like an, it's nothing to do with my World Cup series at all. This is just a separate um, episode that you know I wanted to make. Um, it will be a very quick one, but it's um, regarding the Premier League team of the season, as well as who I think will become elected as Premier League Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year, and who I think should be that. But as you know, or you may not know, the Premier League team of the year has been announced. Um, a lot of there's been a lot, a lot of talk about the team itself. You know, are some of the players in there deserving to be there? Some are, some are not. So there's a lot of controversy in this team of the season, and I'll explain, and I'll tell you my first. I'll first say what this team of the season looks like, in case you haven't seen it. Then I'll be explaining who I think deserves to be there and who does not. And then I'll put in a few players and notable mentions on who should have been put in. Anyway, so let's start off anyway. In goal, they've gone with David De Gea. Um, honestly, can't really argue with that. Carl Walker, Otamendi, Vertonghen, um, and Alonso. These are the four defenders. Obviously, Vertonghen and Otamendi are the centre-backs. Walker on the right-back, Alonso on the left-back. I won't go into too much detail on you know on their positions and on the players themselves right now. I'll just just quickly go through them as quick as, as I can, and then we'll talk of them specifically. In the midfield, David Silva, Christian Eriksen, and Kevin De Bruyne. Yep. And up front, the front three: Kun Aguero, Harry Kane, Mo Salah. So basically, that is the front three. Now let's go on to. The, the specific players, and we'll see if I tell you if they're worth being in this team or not. So let's start off in goal, which is David De Gea. Honestly, it's either, it's a strong contention between him and Edison, but I think David De Gea de definitely edges Edison in this department because he's been he's made some ridiculous saves this season. He's been outstanding. He's outshined so many players. You know, the fact that he will probably be given the title as the best goalkeeper in the world soon. I think he just deserves to be the number one choice. Edison, if there is a substitute um, or bench for the team of the year, Edison will probably be on that bench. But in the starting eleven, it's going to be David De Gea. I think that's pretty obvious. Now moving to the defenders, we'll start off in right back. Carl Walker. He's been good. He's been. A, he's not been terrible. He's not been. He has not had terrible moments in his um, career so far in Man City. Um, but he's definitely been good, and I think considering all the other right backs we do have, I feel that Carl Walker's probably the best out of them. He's been very good. He's been strong, and he's he's part of a, a team that's won the Premier League, so definitely deserves to be there. You know, fast paced. You know, definitely suits uh, what's his name, Pep Guardiola's style of football. You know, pacing. You know, giving you know the attacking, you know the attacking team options. So definitely deserves to be there. Otamendi is the next centre-back. This is a bit of a weird one. I don't think Otamendi deserves to be here, even though, yes, he's part of the Man City team that has won the Premier League. I just feel that defensively, there's still a lot more that can be desired from him. He's a good defender, don't get me wrong, but I feel that there's still a lot we could have seen better from him. And There are a lot of defenders I, I would probably put in that position instead of him. Um, I'll go through who I think will replace the players I find deemed unworthy to be in this team of the season um, after I explain each player and what I believe and what I don't. 
So, yeah, ultimately, I don't feel deserves to be there. Next player is Vertonghen. Honestly, I think he deserves to be there. Um, I think maybe a few people will question that, but I think Vertonghen has been good. You know, he hasn't had his usual partnership with the likes of Toby Alderweireld, who would probably be in this team of the year if he wasn't injured and we haven't seen a lot of him this, se- this season. But Vertonghen, he's had to do a lot of work for Tottenham this season. Defensively, he's been outstanding. I feel I don't think I can say any more about that. He's just been a solid brick wall in that defense. So definitely deserves to be there. Now we go on to the left wing back left back position, sorry. Um and we have Marcus Alonso. Now this for me, um I don't know how Marcus Alonso is even in this team. Even considered in this team. This for me feels really controversial somehow. I just don't understand it. I am a Chelsea fan myself and as a Chelsea fan I th- I am outstanding, you know, I'm dumbstruck that the fact that Alonso of all players is in this team of the year. Like, yes, oh great, we have a Chelsea player, but he doesn't really deserve to be there. He's been good, he scored some free kicks, he's done this and that, but overall, as a left-back, he hasn't been great. I can't really set, vouch for him here. So, honestly, I'm not sure why he's even there. Next is the midfield three. Honestly, all three of them have been absolutely outstanding. We'll start with David Silva. Again, he's always such a professional player. He's a world-class player, and as simple as that. He's just got great ability, can read the game very well, great passing ability. He can dribble, he can you know, move around really well. So, very good um, all-round player, David Silva. Christian Eriksen, Tottenham, one of Tottenham's best players. His play style is amazing. He can score outrageous goals. And he can just read people the game so well, passing, you know, 50 yards, whatever. He is amazing at that. And he's just an incredible player. However, the player next to him is slightly better than him, and that is Kevin De Bruyne. And he's just an outstanding player. You know, he's probably, he probably going to come second place in terms of player of the year. But oh, that's just because the, the person who probably will win player of the year has just had an amazing season this year and deserves it just as much. But putting that aside, Kevin De Bruyne is possibly one of the best players in the Premier League. He is world class. He is amazing. He's outstanding. He's probably the best player in the Premier League, without a doubt. I don't think there's many players who can be as good as Kevin De Bruyne. I mean, for his role and what he's supposed to do, he does it excellently. He can read the game well. He can pass with amazingly. He can pass anywhere. He doesn't even have to look to when he when he passes. He's just he reads the game so well. It's it's hard to find a player as good as Kevin De Bruyne. Next, the front three. Now, there's one player in this front three that I'm not too sure about. Maybe you disagree with me. Chances are you probably will. The other two, um, sort of, yeah, I definitely agree, actually, what am I saying? Well, let's go off with a person who I think definitely deserves to be in this front three, and that is Mo Salah. He is, in no short word, he has been outstanding. He has been the best player this season. Yes, Kevin De Bruyne, overall I find him the best player in terms of stats, in terms of skill, and the fact he's been doing this a lot longer and his form has always been amazing. But Mo Salah this season, there's no words to describe how good he is because he's just been outrageous. People have been saying we're putting him with the likes of Lionel Messi. You can do that. At least for this season you can do it. If we're talking about the you know overall all seasons, obviously you can't put Salah there. But for this season alone, he has been able to keep up with the likes of Messi and Ronaldo. He has been that good. 
you know, he's been scoring goals consistently. He's, you know, he, the way he plays with the Liverpool team is amazing. He just dribbles around. He can outpace everybody. He's incredible. He's he's every manager's dream forward player. You know, he isn't a striker. He's a you know he's on the wing, but he's a dream winger. He that's what managers want from a winger is his determination, his grit. He works hard. He just drives forward all the time. He's you know he's a dream. He's a wet dream. I don't. I'm afraid to say. I'm not afraid to say. He is amazing. Next comes the player up front as the lone striker. By looking at the formation they've chosen, which is a four-three-three formation, and it is Harry Kane. Some may debate this. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think you can debate it. It is Harry Kane. He's been. He is a natural goal scorer. This guy just can't stop scoring. He's already got 24 goals. He's been injured twice this season, and he's got 24, 25 goals already. So. You know, what can I say about Harry Kane? He's amazing. He's a good player. He scores very important goals and in very important times. Um, consistency may be a bit of an issue this season, but I think overall, Harry Kane is he's an out, he's a perfect striker. He is wanted by every team out there who need a good striker like Real Madrid. Even Barca might even consider him. I'm sure other big European teams will be vouching for him. He's amazing. And he's only 24 years old. He's only 24, guys. He is still really young. He's got he's got at least six years of good football left in his career as a striker, as a, you know, a prolific striker, maybe even more than that. You know, so definitely, you know, a lot to see from Harry Kane, and he's already been in the team of the year last year as well. This year, there's no debate. You know, I don't think he'll get the Golden Boot, um, but he will definitely get you know into a high position, and he definitely deserves to be in this team of the year. Next, we come to this other decision. Now, this is a bit controversial, and a lot of people have their opinions about this guy. Um, I'm 50-50 on the fact that he's been selected, because while he has scored a lot of goals this season, he is one of the best strikers in the world. I just feel that this year wasn't really Aguero's year. Like Last year, I think he was better. The year before that, I think he was better. and the fact, But he never got into the team of the year that year. Now, I don't think I've mentioned what his name is, and of course that is Aguero. Sergio Aguero, Manchester City's golden boy. The fact that over the past few years, when he was amazing, he was prolific, he was dangerous, this is the year they decided, you know what, let's give, give Aguero his chance, let's make him, into, put him in the team of the year. Clearly, they waited too long, because in my opinion, he doesn't deserve to be here. He's good, yeah, he scored 20 goals, but I just feel... That's not enough to impress me. His overall game hasn't been as good as it has been in the past. And the fact that he's in this team of the year when there's so many good players who have outperformed themselves, who have done, who have broken expectations. Aguero, mm, he doesn't fit that list in my opinion. I don't think he should be on this player list. It could be on the bench if there was one, but I wouldn't put him on the list. Again, this is just my opinion. You probably have yours. Now... As I mentioned, there's a few players that I'm not too sure about. These include Otamendi, Marcus Alonso, and Aguero. These are the three players that I'm not too happy, not too sure about. So probably, so let's start with Otamendi, and we'll see who I think should replace him. Otamendi, well, he has been good. There are probably a couple of players I would probably be considered instead of that. First is Virgil Van Dijk. A bit controversial, I know. He's only played a few good games with Liverpool, but I feel. He is a good defender as well. But again, if you don't like that kind of thing, fair enough. Another player I think should be given a 
a big shout out is James Tykowski from Burnley. He is been very good for the Burnley. You know, defensively, he's done the, the job that he's needed of it. Considering the fact that you know he plays for a team that should be in the bottom half, and the fact that they're in the top seven. Um, really shows you how good he has been defensively, and you know Burnley being able to keep up with the top seven you know, in that top seven position for so long this year shows you how good Burnley are. But it shows you the quality of the players. You know they're not world class or not you know anything like the top five, but the fact that they played very well this season should be noted. And a player like James Tarkowski needs to be mentioned in this team of the year. So I would actually put him instead of Otamendi, just because. He he play he plays for a team that should be in the bottom half, but no, they're in the top seven, which really is incredible. With with the possibility of you know European football next year, so that is huge stuff for Burnley fans. But I think yeah, James Tartowski instead of Otamendi, in my opinion. Again, you can debate on me. I'm not too sure who other what other centre backs deserve to be on this list. You know, there's from Chelsea. You have Aspilicueta, who's been very good. Christensen. You know, was pretty good as well. You know, not too sure about who else could be on this list. Vincent Company may be a consideration, but he's only really been good for half of the season. The other half, he was injured, so I don't think he can really vouch for that. So it will be, from my opinion, James Tarkowski. I hope I said his name right. Next, we go to the left-back position, which we have Marcus Alonso. Yeah, as simple as he hasn't been good enough, so he just shouldn't be in that list. Now, there are two players I think deserve this spot. Andrew Robertson for Liverpool and Ashley Young. These two players have been, in my opinion, outstanding this season. Andrew Robertson, who you know, came from Hull City, I think, I believe that is the case, to uh, you know a top divisional team like Liverpool, and has been able to settle in very well, been able to play good football is incredible. He's a young player with a lot of talent, with a lot of pace, a lot of drive, and I think he's shown great determination. However, I don't think he can beat this other player, which is Ashley Young. Young, you know, I think was you know traditionally a left midfielder, but he's been put into this left back position, and he has suited this role amazingly. He's got used to this role brilliantly. He's made it. He's made it his home, and he's been outstanding. His left-back position definitely suits him. And he's been good at it. He has been good. He, he, he's been able to run. He's been able to do dribbles. You know, he can score goals, outrageous goals. He's been good this season and been very consistent in terms of what he can bring to the team. You know, crossing, all this kind of stuff. So, in my opinion, I think he edged Andrew Robertson, even though Andrew Robertson has been great. You know, he drives the team forward and all that kind of stuff. But I think Ashley Young deserves this slightly more. So there, there I have it, Ashley Young. Next, we go up all the way front and in center. We go to Kunaguero. Like I said, he's an outstanding player, but this year just doesn't feel like the year he deserves to be in this team. The last couple of years, yes, absolutely, he should have been, but in this case, he isn't. The player I think should replace him is between two players, and these are two of his teammates, Kunaguero's teammates, and they are Leroy Sané and Raheem Sterling. Both players deserve to be in this this team of the year. Both have been absolutely fantastic. Both have been great. But I think you have to choose between these two. It's very difficult. But I'm going to make a decision. Well, Sonny has got great speed, pace. He can drive the ball forward when you need him to drive it forward. He can he can break you know, he, he can you know break people's ankles. Like defenders hate him because he's so fast and so 
driven with the ball, so comfortable with the ball that it's very difficult to get the ball off of him. But then you have someone like Sterling, who is equally fast. He's got great dribbling ability, Sterling, as well, great positioning. His game overall this year, considering what how his form was last year, to prove so much, you know, it got you make you wonder how good Sterling really is. And bear in mind, Sterling's only like 22 or 23 years old, so he's got plenty of room to improve. But this season, he has been amazing. He has scored, what, 17 goals? He's like the fourth top goal scorer in the Premier League. That is ridiculous. That's amazing. You know, statistics for Sterling, you know, you know who, who we wouldn't associate with a goal scorer. But he has scored 17 goals in the league. He has scored 20-plus in all competitions. So what has changed for Sterling? And it's his overall game has just improved. He's more... You know, he takes more chances, he's braver, he's faster, he's stronger. He just feels overall like a better player, which is why I feel he edges Leroy Sané overall, because he's done, he's made more of an impact, in my opinion, than Sané, because he scored very important goals for them. He has been a bit of a difference, a difference for Man City at so many important games. So that's why I'm going to put Sterling as in that position. With this new lineup, this is how it looks. David Gea is in goal, Carl Walker in the right back position, James Telskowski in the centre back alongside Van Tongen, left back is Ashley Young, David Silva, Eriksen, Kevin De Bruyne, nothing has changed from that, Sa Salah and Kane are up front, but instead of Aguero, I've gone with Sterling, because I think he's just been amazing. Again, this is up for debate, if you want to debate this, fair enough. Now we come on to the other topics. Who do we think should be Premier League or PFA Player of the Year? In my opinion, I'm going to go with Mohamed Salah. I think Salah has been outstanding this year. The only other two players I could really think could have contested with him is Kevin De Bruyne and Harry Kane. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be KD. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Mo Salah who will win it, and I think he deserves to win it because he's been. Outrageous this season. He's been he broken all expectation. He has been amazing, and he's made the Premier League his playground. And that is not easy to do. So many players find it very hard to, you know, do that. You know, Suarez I think was able to do that. You know, it's very different. Ronaldo. So very hard place to do that. And the fact he's been able to do that really shows you the quality of player he is. Kevin De Bruyne, another player who's made the Premier League his playground. But I just feel. When you look at the statistics, when you look at the impact, I feel while KB's been there for longer, longer Man City's shirt, and he hasn't made all that much impact, Salah has done all the impact as well, but in le like a third of the time that KDB's been in Man City. So honestly, that rapid growth shows you how good Mo Salah is, and I think he deserves to win it. Now, when it comes to young player of the year, this is another tricky one. There's quite a few options. Um, but, you know, there's Leroy Sané. There's Raheem Sterling, who could even win it as well. Deli Ali probably will be put into contention. Trent Alexander-Arnold, another young player who did very well. And a couple of others. But I think it's going to be Leroy Sané. I think as a young player, you want to look for a young player with a lot of drive and a lot of potential, and it's Leroy Sané. Even though he looks amazing right now, he's going to be absolutely outstanding in the future. So, yeah, he's going to be become PFA play, Young Player of the Year. Well, there you have it, guys. This was just a quick episode about 
the Premier League, and I hope you enjoyed it. Peace.